Now, one of my most popular episodes ever was episode number 200, where we covered the top lessons from the first 200 episodes. So definitely check out episode number 200. We're going to focus on these past 100 episodes today. Welcome to another episode of Sick... Wait a second. This is not just another episode. Welcome to the three freaking hundredth episode of Success Through Failure. 300 episodes. That's insane. When I hit record on episode one, little did I know that like six years later, I was going to be here recording my 300th episode. Thank you. So first of all, you know, I owe you a big thank you. If you weren't listening, I wouldn't be standing here at my standing desk in my office doing what I love to do, which is speak to you and bring you the best content that I know possible to change your life. So thank you for listening. It's crazy to think I'm recording my 300th episode. You know, I look back at some of the people who I've gotten to interview and there are some huge names like, oh, I got a list of them in front of me. Here's some of the bigger names. Uh, Tim Ferriss who you know wrote five number one New York Times bestselling books. Ken Blanchard, he's the, like the OG of influencers. I mean, this guy wrote The One Minute Manager back in the 80s, written a bunch of books since then, incredible books on leadership. Still one of the biggest names in leadership uh, in terms of corporate speakers and authors today. Uh, shoot, Jack Canfield, uh, I published that episode here pretty soon, interviewed him a couple of weeks ago. Probably like the second biggest name in personal development, maybe or behind like Tony Robbins. Bob Berg, he wrote The Go-Giver, one of the biggest, you know, most popular sales books of all time. Cal Newport, he wrote Deep Work and Digital Minimalism, some amazing books. Gregory McEwen, he wrote Essentialism, which is a number one New York Times bestseller. Russell Brunson, who runs ClickFunnels, he's one of the most amazing entrepreneurs in the world. This guy's absolutely incredible. John Jantz, who if you're into small business marketing, I mean, he's like the OG of small business marketing. He's had a podcast since like, I don't know, before podcasts even started. He's like the OG of podcasting. Diamond Dallas Page, the three-time, 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 as he would say, world champion, WWE wrestler. John Gordon, he, he's written multiple you know, Wall Street Journal bestsellers. David Allen, Getting things done, which is like this worldwide phenomenon, right? There's, there, he's got this massive global following around getting things ju- done. GTD, Joe DeSena, the founder and president of Spartan Races, uh, world champion wrestler Jaden Cox, three-time world champion Lee Kemp, Bonnie St. John. She's the first ever African American ski medalist in the in Olympic competition. I mean. And and so many more, right? So many more amazing, incredible people. Here's the fascinating thing. Some of those episodes are some of my most listened to. Most of them are not. Most of my most downloaded episodes are, you know, a lot of them are, are just me, the solo episodes like this one. And some of them are just lesser known people who bring massive wisdom. And you're telling me, man, this is the best episode, Jim. This is so good. And you're listening to it. You're sharing it. You're telling other people to listen to it. You're sharing it on social media, et cetera. And that's what I'm bringing you today. Today is a best of, right? A best of episode. Now, one of my most popular episodes ever was episode number 200, where we covered the top lessons from the first 200 episodes. So definitely check out episode number 200. We're going to focus on these past 100 episodes today, right? They're not exclusively. I do want to talk about some of the highlights. Some of those earlier episodes are really, really popular and some of my most downloaded episodes ever 
still. Uh, but we're really going to focus on the biggest lessons, the most downloaded episodes, the the lessons that you said have been the most incredible, the most life changing. We're including them in this episode. So actual audio clips from those episodes. I'm going to give those to you today. This is going to be going to be scatter shooting. We're going to be hitting you with a lot of great stuff. As always, grab the action plan. Go to jimharshowjr.com/slash action to get the action plan from these episodes. If you want to start learning how to implement this stuff into your life with me, go to jimharshowjr.com slash apply and you can apply for a free one-time coaching call. That's to just to kind of figure out, you know, am I a good fit for you? Are you a good fit for me? Uh, does this work? Or if not, you know, maybe there's another direction I can point you. Either way, it's a, a true coaching call and you're going to get a ton of value out of it one way or another. All right, we've got a lot of ground to cover. Let's dive in. So real quickly, let me touch on some of the older episodes that are some of the most downloaded still. We're looking at episode 149 called Run on Rocket Fuel, The Truth About the Ketogenic Diet with my man, Drew Manning, one of my favorite people on planet Earth, just a really, really good dude. Check out that one. I'm not going to include an audio clip because I covered that one in, back in episode 200. I highly recommend checking out episode 200. So when you're done with this one, number 300, go back to episode 200 and listen to that one because they share some really, really powerful stuff. And um, just touching on a few of those here. So that was a really popular one. Episode 115, we talked about imposter syndrome, and kind of getting over that mental hump with uh, Sam Shames, who is not only an amazing entrepreneur, MIT grad, but he is he's a pathfinder. He has taken my course, Reveal Your Path, incredible human being. All right, episode 198, I talked about how to crush it on the days where you just don't feel like it. 12 different ways to create peak performance daily. And that's episode 198. And I'm going to get to some clips here in, in a second. So just bear with me. I just want to share a couple episodes you may want to go back and check out. Another one is uh, titled Escape from Complacency, Six Tactics for Getting Yourself to Do What You Know You Should. Right? So many people say, I know what I should do. I just can't get myself to do it. Episode 193 is for you. Another one is uh, 12 ways to be more patient, poised, and calm in the face of frustration, right? So if patience is something you struggle with, check out episode 189, 189. Another one, you ever go through the day and you feel like, man, I got a hundred things done, but I went a hundred miles an hour. I don't know if I even actually advanced the ball in my life and on any of my goals, right? This one's titled, uh, how to feel like you accomplished meaningful progress at the end of your day. Episode one. Eight, zero. All right. And the last one I'm going to share with you before we get into some more recent episodes and actually give you audio clips from those episodes. Here's the last one before we do that. This one's titled Defining Moments, Moving On, How to Deal with Change, Transition, and New Challenges. That's episode 187. All right. So if you want to capture any of those, go back and, and listen to what I just spouted off there, or just grab the action plan. Go to jimharshowjr.com slash action. I'll have a list of all those links to all those right in a PDF. Super easy. Just get your hands on that. All right. Now let's dive into the real meat of this episode. This is an episode from back in 2019, really popular episode with an incredible human being named Andre Kalik. Andre tragically lost both of his legs in a train accident, a horrific train accident. He goes on to become a world-class athlete after that. Absolutely incredible human being. How does somebody go about becoming a world-class athlete 
after such a tragic accident? Well, let's break it down. In this clip, he gives you some insight into that. It is important to sort of call it a struggle. You know, you could also call it a challenge. I think about being out there on a hill and, and I'm in a workout. Then the challenge is great. You're like, I'm going to get to the top of the hill. It's not even that far away. It's going to feel good. You know, then sometimes it you know hits me that it's like all these things are challenges. And if I could just have that attitude towards them, of that proud charging up the hill, you know, kind of feeling and take that into the little things like the challenge of figuring out how you're going to make sure you get out to the gym or to the office on time or whatever it is, you know, because when you have that bring it on, you know, attitude, then you're willing to come up with solutions, you know, try, you know, keep throwing different ways uh, until I find the way that works. So anyways, yeah, that attitude helps a lot. All right. That was Andre Kalik. Are you now actually willing to have that bring it on attitude in your life? Like think about the challenges you're dealing with right now. It's not easy. But you can say those words, bring it on, let's do this. Are you willing to do that? Do you have the guts, do you have the courage to actually do that, to, to bring that attitude with you, to be present and catch yourself in the midst of that self-defeating talk? If you want to listen to more of that, go back to episode 205 with Andre Kalik. All right, the next episode that I want to bring you, the next clip that I want to bring you is from episode 201. This is the title. It's titled, Relationships, Results, and Being Present. Building Meaningful Relationships for Professional and Personal Success. Okay, quick clip, and then I'm going to break it down for you. I believe that deeper relationships create better results in our lives. And the way to a deeper relationship is to understand the other person. I mean, if you think about what ego is, we're all trying to set ourselves apart and be different, right? Ego is about self, and it's about how do you differentiate? So that person that you talk to, do you remember in Dale Carnegie's great book, How to Win Friends and Influence People? All right. So Dale Carnegie said something stunning in that book. He said, the man you're talking to has more interest in his own toothache than an earthquake that killed 10,000 people. You know, if you want to be well-liked, well-trusted, and relied upon, you do that by being a great listener and drawing people out. You'll get your turn. It's check your ego a little bit and start to really tune into someone with nothing in mind. You know, there's no gain for you in mind. It's just to listen to someone and draw them out, ask better questions. And over time, that'll give you deep relationships. And in order to accomplish anything in life, whether it's, as you said, a parent trying to convince their child to read more, do better in school, or the veterinarian is trying to sell me heartworm pills for my dog, or the entrepreneur who needs to get the bank to give him a loan or to convince his employees of of this or that, whatever it is, we're all in relationships and we've all got to convince folks on some level. And I submit that that only comes from listening well and being trusted. How about that quote from the book? The man you're talking to has more interest in his own toothache than an earthquake that killed 10,000 people. Like, how crazy is that? I want you to remember that. Like, you know, if you want to be trusted, you want to be relied upon, check your ego and listen truly, genuinely care about the other person. And the result is, guess what? They're going to care more about you. They're going to trust you more. And if not, who cares? You're bringing love and peace and joy to the world. I know that sounds a little hippie, (laughs) but that's the truth. Bring that mindset, bring that caring mindset to the world. Again, that's episode 201.
Again, you don't have to write all these down. You can just grab these in the action plan. We'll have the links directly to those episodes, et cetera. All right, guess what? The next one, super highly downloaded podcast episode titled this, Yeah, But Syndrome. The Yeah, But Syndrome. You ever catch yourself saying, yeah, but? The title of this is, Yeah, But Syndrome, Erasing Doubt and Believing in Your Own Capacity to Succeed. This is episode 202. Here's a clip. There are these yeah buts that hold you back when you say, I can't be successful because, like it's an excuse. You might say, yeah, but my parents were poor, so I didn't have the same opportunities, right? That's just an excuse. Yeah, but my parents were rich, so I never developed that grit and that work ethic that I need, right? You can come up with whatever yeah, but you want. Yeah, but I tried it once before and I failed. Everyone can have a yeah, but whether it's the excuse or the explaining way of your success. You know, Abraham Lincoln, he was a great leader. He could have said, yeah, but you know what? I failed seven times, my first seven times running for office. You know, yeah, but I had a nervous breakdown. I'm certainly not qualified to lead. You know, he could have said, yeah, but I was born in a one-room log cabin. I was born poor. You know, yeah, but my, my mother died when I was nine. I can't be a good leader, let alone a great leader, let alone one of the greatest leaders the planet has ever seen. Yeah, but I just happened to be president at a critical point in history. Anybody could have done that, right? Explain it away. You could do it all day long. And I know you can do it for your life too. Forget about the yeah buts. Move forward. Take one step. You can't stumble into something unless you're moving forward. What's the yeah but that's holding you back? You know, I recently talked to Jack Canfield, as I mentioned earlier in the introduction to this episode. Absolutely incredible individual. Like I said, one of the biggest names in personal development today. I asked him, you know, if this information is already out there, like what was just shared here, why don't people do it? Why don't people use it? And he had this really great, insightful answer. And part of it was simply this discipline. Discipline. Like, you know how to implement this. You don't have any excuses. You have no excuses. Apply this lesson to your life and have the breakthrough that you want. Again, that's episode 202. This is all about mindset, some of the most important stuff you can do. All right, that was episode 202. All right, the next one, there's a lot of these in the early 200s that have been really, really popular, really highly downloaded. Here's another one, episode 204. What to do when you go off course. A guide to regaining focus, consistency, and balance. All right, here's a clip from that episode. It's okay to go off course when, number one, it's intentionally and thoughtfully done. And number two, if you know how to get back on course. Listen, you're not going to be perfect. Sometimes you're going to go off course and, and not know it. It's not going to be intentional. It's not going to be thoughtful. But as long as you know how to get back on course, that's okay. If you don't know how to get back on course, that's where problems arise. That's what happens. A lot, you know, a lot of people drift off course. They're not intentional. They're not aware. They're not mindful that they drifted off course. And they look up a week later, a month later, a year later, 10 years later, a lifetime later, and they say, man, I've been off course. I didn't know I was off course. I didn't choose to go off course. I drifted. I let the wind blow me. I got pushed by the whims of society, by social media, by my friends, by my self-doubt. And I didn't know how to get on course. I didn't even know where the course was. 
as long as you're aware, if you can be aware that you're off course, if you can be mindful, if you can have the presence of mind to know that you're off course, that's the first step. If you know how to get back on course, where the course is, that's the next step. Okay, that's a clip from episode 204. Honestly, I don't have anything to add there. Go back and listen to that episode. Go back and at least listen to that audio clip again. Let it sink in. Again, that's episode 204. Quick interruption. If you like what you're hearing here and you want to learn how you can implement this into your life, just go to jimharshajr.com slash apply to see how you can get a free one-on-one coaching session with me. That's jimharshajr.com slash apply. Now back to the show. All right. All of those episodes that I shared with you so far were from 2019, those early 200s. I've got some episodes from 2020, right? I know we want to put 2020 in, in the rear view mirror. It's a rough year for a lot of people, but there's some amazing episodes that you told me you really love. So I'm going to bring you a few clips from 2020 that have been really impactful for you from some absolutely amazing guests as well as some solo episodes. All right. So here's the first one. This is a performance psychology hack, 40 years in the making an interview with Dr. Stephen Hayes. He shares the secret to high performance in a meaningful life. This is real stuff. I know that sounds highfalutin and like you got, you know, some, some hyperbole. It's not this guy. He's the freaking Yoda of high performance in living a meaningful life. I mean, this is about act training and act therapy. It's ACT, acceptance and commitment training or acceptance and commitment therapy. He's one of the originators of this field of psychology. Check it out. A clip from episode 231-231 with Stephen Hayes. Once you're into a kind of problem-solving mode, what you're going to do is compare what's going on right now to some sort of verbally imagined future that you think is ideal. There's a piece in there that's wonderful. What are your values? Where are you going? Where do you want? But, you know, when you make that comparison, guess what? You're always on the short end of the stick. No matter how much money you've made, you could make more. No matter how many people are interested, more people could be. I mean, you just take anything. That comparative mode of mind means you're not good enough. There's a piece in there that could be helpful, motivation, but it's this negative motivation instead of the positive motivation that really uplifts people. The process to be experienced kind of mindset is if you saw sunset tonight and you looked at it and say, wow, look at that. You're not going to say the pink one yesterday was better. You know, that cloud is wrong. But, you know, when you look at your life, you'll do that. We need this kind of wow mode of mind to appreciate our kids, to, you know, to hug our spouse, to really care, to have peace of mind. All right. Dr. Hayes is really one of my favorite people. We've had some communication interaction since that episode. Just a great human being. He's like enlightened. He understands this stuff. There's so much more in this episode this can be really enlightening for you if you go back and listen to it. Again, that's episode 231 with Dr. Stephen Hayes. All right, let's jump into the next one. One of my favorite people, I know I said this about Dr. Stephen Hayes, another one of my favorite people, Charlie the Spaniard Brenneman. He and I are good buddies. Uh, we like to give each other our time. I've been on his podcast. He's been on mine. We've connected in person a couple of times. Just a really, really fun guy, but um, and, and really well-read. I mean, the guy reads a book a week. This guy's like... He's like the young Yoda. Uh, he's got some great content and uh, a great podcast of his own. But in episode 235, we had a conversation titled, uh, in the podcast episode was titled this, Stop Wishing and Start Becoming. Discipline, Toughness, and the Pursuit of Excellence with the Spaniard. 
He was ranked as high as number seven in the world in the UFC. He was a college wrestler. He was on a television show titled Pros versus Joes. And this was before he was a professional athlete and he got to compete against some pro athletes and some different things. Anyway, just a guy who knows how to make things happen. Here you go. Here's a clip from the episode with Charlie the Spaniard Brenneman. The idea of getting up early and, and getting your workout in in the morning, it works for a lot of people. And I'm one of them now in my life because I have two little kids and that's the absolute only free time I get is that time in the morning. But it's not a do or die. I mean, you as long as you're doing that work, as long as you're consistent in what you're consistent in, I think it's fine regardless of what time of day. But I do think that the going to bed early, getting up early, said early to bed, early to rise makes a man clean wise it's like that. But it, right. it helps you cut out kind of the, the BS or trim the fat because it makes you not do things that will cut into your night's sleep because then you're going to feel like garbage getting up the next morning. And it just becomes a way of thinking like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to be fat and bloated. I'm not going to go to bed till one. I got to get up at 530 because my kids are up at seven. Uh, it's not going to work. So you don't do those things. It becomes just a lot more productive and efficient lifestyle. So it's absolutely a part of my life. I probably obsess about it more than the average person because I'm obsessive compulsive by nature. But uh, yeah, I absolutely buy into that. All right. So if you go back and listen to that episode, you'll hear that he and I like to, to banter back and forth a little bit, give each other a hard time. But there's some real wisdom in that interview with Charlie. So go back and check out episode 235. All right. Let's go on to the next one. This is a formula for clarity of action, peace of mind, and living a successful life. Now, I didn't come up with the actual formula. I came up with the concepts, and one of my clients, Jared Kamar, came up with this formula. P2 plus E2 equals S2. P2 plus E2 equals S2. All right, here's a little bit about that formula. Jared Kamar, who is one of my clients, longtime client, and had him on the podcast back in episode number 125, mentioned this to me one day. He actually texted me, and then we got on a call, and he's like, Jim, Jim, check this out. He said, P2 plus E2 equals S2. I'm like, what does that mean? And I'm breaking this down for you. So P2 means this. Productive pause. P2, 2P, right? Productive pause is a short period of focused reflection around specific questions that leads to clarity of action, and peace of mind, clarity of action and peace of mind. Productive pause could be anything from like this larger annual productive pause that I do. Uh, I know other people who do it for even a day or two days, which is awesome. I do a monthly productive pause where I go through and review all my goals and then a daily productive pause. Build it in, build it into your day, build it into your month, build it into your week, build it into your year, block off your calendar in advance, look far out on your calendar and block that time off. That's what you have to do to create this space. Otherwise, you're just going to keep going. You're going to keep doing. You're going to do the same thing today, and you're going to do the same thing tomorrow for no better reason than that's what you did yesterday. Okay, so we got the P2. What the heck is the E2? What the heck is the S2? All right, E2, the environment of excellence, the people you surround yourself with, the media that you allow into your life, the, the self-talk, both internal and external self-talk, that's all part of your environment of excellence. Even the area, the physical space, that you surround yourself with. And the way I have people memorize it, remember it is M-A-P-S, media, area, people, speech. What does that spell? Maps, so you need a map to get from point A to point B. And that's your environment of excellence. 
And so that's P2 plus E2 equals what? S2. Success times two. Double your success. That's the formula. All right, so you got the formula. Productive pause, P2, plus the environment of excellence, E2, equals success. S2, success squared, or success times two. Double your success. This is a simple formula. Apply this to your life. Don't just let this go in one ear and out the other. Again, that's episode number 230. All right, let's move on to the next one here. This is from episode 233 titled, Reclaim Your Life, Working Less, Earning More, and Living Your Best Life with CEO, author, and speaker, David Finkel. All right, here we go. This is a really powerful concept. You got to get this. You might have to listen to this one twice. This is really, really powerful. Check it out. Everyone that's listening has probably heard of the 80-20 rule. They've heard of this Pareto's principle, right? 80% of what I do gives me 20% of the result, very low value. We call that D time, this low value mass stuff. It might be email that's not important. It might be unsolicited phone calls that we don't care to get. It might be errands that we're running for our business or our personal life. It's the low value jump. If that's true then, then 20% of what we do gives us 80% of the return. We call that C time. That's valuable work, but that's most people, that's their only distinction around time you know, between D and C time. Let's take that 80-20 rule and apply it again. If 20% of what I do gives me 80% of the result, then 20% of that 20% will give me 80% of the 80%. And the math, I'll do the math for your listener, right? It's this 4% sweet spot gives me 64% of my output. Now we're talking qualitatively different stuff where C activity might be me as the attorney doing a billable job. B activity might be for me speaking at an industry convention wherein I might generate 20 or 30 client opportunities for our firm, right? So if 20% of what I do of the 20% gives me 80% of the 80%, one more math moment, I'll do all the math for your listener, then 20% of the 20% of the 20% gives me 80% of the 80% of the 80%. That's that magic 1% in that literally gives me half the result. And so if I look at this, we call that A time. And here's the thing. I need to make sure between five to 10 hours of my week is spent in A and B activities. A and B activities can't be done in slivers of remnant time. If I only give them slivers of remnant time, five minutes, 15 minutes, I won't do them. It's like saying to my kids, hey, I've got five minutes before I have to rush off to do an errand. Let's have a quality moment doesn't work that way. You can't put pressure that way. So instead, I need to block off some pieces. So let's go back. Let's say I I run marketing for a a mid-sized company. And in my world, I can do things like, for example, you know, handle some low-value tasks, my D activities, my expense reports for trip, travel arrangements that I'm making. I can meet with my staff just to get a progress report. That might be a C activity. I can step out at the beginning of a project and really get clear on this is that, you know, we're going to be doing this pay-per-click campaign and this is how we're going to manage it. And these are the scores that we're looking for, our click-through rate and our conversion rate. And I can get clear on that. That might be a B-level activity or depending on what it is, how jugular it is, it might even be an A-level activity. I don't need a lot of A and B in my life. I just need some. And so here's the key thing. We talk in our world about focus days and push days. So here's what I would ask your listener. Make one day each week a focus day, a day that you're going to carve out just a two or three hour block of focus time in one chunk at your best time. If you're a morning person like I am, it's after I drop my kids off at school. I come in for me somewhere about 8.15 to about 11.30. That's my best time of the day. 
one day a week, you're going to block that off and you're only going to do one or two A or B level activities that you have. Here's the key with it. I've got to put it in my calendar as a recurring appointment. Otherwise, I promise you, I'll just schedule right over it or I'll deal with other emergencies right over it. Treat it as if it was an appointment to a third party. And then on your push days where you're just kind of pushing projects one more step down the road, give yourself the gift of one hour of focus time on each of those push days. All right. I use this formula all the time with my clients. I tell them to listen to this episode and apply this formula. Now, here's the deal. You actually have to do this. Like, You can't just listen to this on a podcast and go, oh, that sounds like a good idea. You actually have to like block 20 minutes on your calendar someday and actually do the journaling, do the writing on this. Okay. What is my highest value work? What's the top 20%? What's the 20% of the 20%? What's the 20% of the 20% of the top 20%? Like, What is that 1%? What is the 1% of work that I do that gives me the bulk of my results? Really, really powerful exercise if you choose to do it. If not, it is completely worthless to you. So I encourage you to take action here. All right, here's the last one. Episode 232, how to identify and execute your core habits consistently so you can find success and maximize your potential. Here's the clip. You start creating momentum and you feel progress and there's a real psychology behind that. It's the same for me, just a little aside, I, I, I use that philosophy with my to-do list. I know there's the, the, the idea of eat the frog first, right? Do the big, hard, scary thing first thing in the day. And I like that concept, but I do it a little bit differently. I actually put like two or three really easy things at the beginning of my to-do list every day. So I create momentum, checking off some boxes, you know, drawing some lines through some to-do items. And then I get to the big thing, right? So I'm creating momentum, creating psychological momentum. So whenever I get to that big thing, I feel like I'm already making progress. It's the same thing with a habit, right? When you're trying to build new habits, what's the one thing? Don't try to implement three or five things at once. What's the one thing? You start with one, right? When you can do that, you will find more space physically and psychologically in your life to start compounding and adding new habits. So the ones that I see coming up most often with my clients are things like getting to bed on time, working out, nutrition, finding time for prayer, quiet time, meditation time. These are the ones that come up most common. And if you can nail that one Usually, the rest of your day works out a lot better than it would have otherwise. This is an episode about simple concepts that you can apply to your life to maximize your performance. You know, it's funny when I talk to my coaching clients about this stuff, they always say, Ah, oh, Jim, I didn't make much progress, but, uh, you know, I worked out every day since the last we spoke. Or I landed five new clients instead of my normal four. Or, you know, I sat down and played Jenga with my kids on Saturday. Like, those are the big things. Like the small things executed consistently, those are the big things. Like that's how success works. And this is episode 232. Check it out. I mean, there's more in there about these simple, important core habits that you apply to your life. And when you do, amazing things happen. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 300. There's a lot of work that went into this. Thank you, Pauland, who's behind the scenes cutting up the clips and, and working on this so we can splice all of this together. If it wasn't for you, the listener, none of this happens. 
Thank you for listening. If you could, if you like this episode, give it a share. Let's celebrate this. Let's celebrate all the amazing people who have chosen to give their time to us so that we can learn from them, learn from their wisdom and learn from their experience. Give it a share. Tell somebody, hey, check out Success Through Failure episode number 300. There's a lot of great clips in there. Give it a share. If you're seeing this on social media, give it a like, give it a retweet. All of that stuff really helps people find the podcast giving it a rating or a review on iTunes. Those things go so far. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always, you can get all the action plans. Go to jimharsherjr.com slash action. And I look forward to talking with you in the next 100 episodes. Let's do this. Let's do this together. Let's keep going. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, Let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.